1: Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. Welcome to our podcast ca- Eternity's Viewpoints. We're looking at 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 8. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 8. Whom having not seen ye love, and whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. I want to talk to you about uh, whom having not seen you love. in first John 4:19 it says, "We love him because he first loved us." If you would look at John chapter 20, John chapter 20, beginning with verse number 24, just after the resurrection of our Savior, he appeared to some of the disciples and then we're going to see of course, that Thomas was not with him. Bible says, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord, but he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days again his disciples were within, and Thomas with them, then came Jesus, the doors being shut. And stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold thy hands. Reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered, and said unto him, My Lord, and my God. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. As we're thinking about, the Bible says, "Him having not seen ye love, we're of course talking about understanding the love of Jesus Christ, His sacrificial gift on the cross of Calvary for us. Even though we did not see Him and have not seen Him, we do see Him and accept Him by faith. I want to look at Hebrews chapter 11 just for a few minutes and talk about some of that. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I am going to deal with the the early part of that chapter, Hebrews chapter 11, beginning with verse number 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. It was not found because God had translated him before. Before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed and went out not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as a strange as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for look for a city which hath foundations whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who hath promised. Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky and multitude, and as the sand, which is by the seashore innumerable. So it's faith over and over and over again that brings us to salvation. It's not something we see, but, but we just receive what Jesus Christ did on the cross by faith. As the Bible says, For God so loved the world he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life we have not seen him but we trust him by faith we take the words of the prophets we take the message of the word of God the Bible says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for proof for correction for instruction in righteousness the man of God may be perfect truly furnished unto all good works So we are accepting the Word of God by faith. We're believing the message of salvation. The Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We're taking all of that by faith. We think of the great gospel hymn writer, Fanny Crosby, who could not see. She, uh, was blind from a very early age and never be, was able to uh, see anyone, but she said, it'll be worth it all when I see Jesus. Well, that's all by faith. We love him because he first loved him. We love him, excuse me, because he first loved us. We believe the message of the cross. We believe the message of salvation. Uh, I simply, uh, you know, the Bible says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And how important it is that we receive that message of salvation, that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt where we're going to spend eternity. And uh, what do we love? Think about some of the reasons that, that, I don't know if you'd call them reasons as to why we love God, but just think about all that he has done for us. As we said, we love him because he first loved us. Well, the Bible says, first of all, he saved us. Let's go back and take a look at what he did when he saved us. In Psalm chapter 40, I love to read this scripture. And I think once in a while it's good to take a look at it and just to examine all that God has done for us and why we can praise him so often and so much. The Bible says... Uh, I waited patiently for the Lord, inclined unto me, and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. He hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, for such as turn aside the lies. Many, O Lord, my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which art usward. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. So we, we're so thankful for what Jesus Christ did for us and how he saved us and how he's lifted us up out of the mire clay. Look at Psalm 23 and think about Excuse me, actually, Psalm number 1. The, the Bible talks about... Uh, our willingness to follow the one who we've never seen. The Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment of sinners in the congregation of the righteous. The Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Ask the question, why do some people choose to accept the Lord and others not? You ought to be praising God every day that you chose to accept Him as your Lord and Savior. You, you, you chose to believe in the One by faith whom you've never seen. And you're, you're receiving salvation because of your faith in the One who loved you before you ever loved him. What a wonderful thing that is. Look at verse chapter 23. Just think of what he does for us. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. Thy cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What a wonderful thing is that God is with us. We've chosen to follow him from from the beginning of our days until the end. Now when I say the beginning of our days, I probably should, clarify that I don't think days really get going until we put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ I mean they don't mean a whole lot before that but I realize there's a lot of people who've waited they've for whatever reason they've chosen not to receive Christ as their savior and they've chosen not to follow him maybe they've gone through some difficult times but you know the moment they put their faith and trust in God everything has changed the Bible says if any man be in Christ he is a new creature Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. I have chosen to believe in him, whom having not seen, ye love. I trust that's the same with you. We love him because he first loved us. I hope that's also the situation that you have in your own life. Understanding Thomas had a chance to believe, and he chose not to in the beginning, and Lord pointed out to him, you know, it's better for those people who have not seen but they received me by faith and the Bible says as many as received him to them gave He power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name in First John chapter 5 I hope you can proclaim this promise and this is the record that God hath given to us his son and this life is in the son he that hath the son hath life and he that hath not the son of God hath not life These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Can you truly say that you love him? Can you truly say that you have received him as your Lord and Savior? You can do it today. Just ask the Lord in a simple prayer to forgive you of all your sins. Believe that Jesus Christ did on the cross for you, that he was buried, and rose again the third day and accept him as your lord and savior the bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved we certainly love him but we ought to because he loved us first